0: back to another episode of out of the blank podcast cecil it's a pleasure to have you back on the show it's been about it's been a, it's probably six months i think
1: yeah it's been a while been a while a lot of things happen i can't even call
0: you <laughs> cecil without the beard it's lost all the power to it call me cc <laughs> <Cece. laughs> how's it been man catch me up a little bit on what's been going on in the weird it's i'm gonna it's it's not what in the folk anymore it's weird realities is what you guys do now right
1: um we do weird real, we're part of the weird realities network um Tully and i do uh watching weird every friday at 8 p.m but we still do wearing the folk too uh we just recently we transitioned to just doing like breaking news stuff on there while we're working on long forms that we're getting ready to do we're getting ready to do a massive like series of tartaria um we've been working on it for about a year putting it together so it's going to be huge whenever it comes out have you ever seen the show coast to coast
0: uh yeah that's that's what i like to style of my show like is like coast to coast because it's not like a lot of people tuned into that stuff but it's not like you're specifically going in one direction you kind of cover the globe and i like the paranormal discussions i wish i had more on about paranormal discussions i've just been down a history rabbit hole but that's also what i like about your show is you guys talk about demons you guys talk about aliens you talk about anything really that's kind of like old biblical ancient or you know out there in another universe
1: well, my my co-host Tolly, he um wasn't a firm believer in Tartaria until he started reading about it. Now he's like, well, that's just what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've we've got all kinds of books and stuff. We've been piecing together that episode for nearly a year. Like I was working on it last time I was on here, so. Wait, so is it like a documentary thing you're doing as per an episode? or you just break down everything? Or
0: is it so it's not like how we do podcasts? It's a little bit,
1: no, it's going to be a podcast where it's just a series covering everything. Like we're going to do the technology, the history, what happened, things like that. Is Tartaria lost civilization or something? Yeah, it was the world's biggest uh, civilization, essentially, is what it was. And they had all kinds of forms of ancient technology because it was the Tartarians and the Barbaries. The Tartarians were, like, in Russia and China and places like this, and the Barbaries were in North America, but they were kind of like one unit in a way. Um, That explains why in America we have more pyramids and things of this nature than they do, like, in Egypt. Like, we got, I think, 11,000 pyramids in North America. Where? They're everywhere. Like, Mexico, for instance, there was a mountain, and when they started excavating the mountain, it was a huge pyramid. Like they're just everywhere. Most of them in Mexico. Which I
0: see, that's that's one area for me. I don't know why that like old, like how the earth might have been formed or created like that type of weird kind of ancient history stuff. None of that interests me. I don't know why giants do giants interest me. Atlantis or an underwater place kind of interests me. But then like we get into like the aliens and the UFO stuff. I'm like the rest of the people during these UAP hearings. I'm like, I don't give a shit right now. I'm trying to gas is five dollars. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm that type. Well, uh, like, um, before we get into the UAPs, like, it's really hard to signify where it came came from. Like, a lot of people believe it was like leftover from Atlantis because they had like all this advanced technology and stuff. When we get into it, we got pictures and stuff of like technology that was around that we just don't have anymore, and it's been as recent as like the late eighteen hundreds. It's weird. It's- now, is it super advanced technology, like more than we have today, or is it stuff that was just revolutionary for that time period that they found the remains of it? Both, really. Or predating um, it. Both. There, there's, a, there's a few theories that we're going to that's kind of um crazy even to me, which is weird. Like, um, there's a theory that all the mountain ranges are actually ancient castles that melted
0: <laughs> you're on like some creepy pasta forum or something like that
1: yeah but giants have a lot to do with it like um Genghis Kong apparently was a red headed giant In some thoughts of it and uh the wall of China you know how they say it was built by trying to keep the Mong- Mongols out mongolians out Yeah. well the strange thing about that is all the portholes are facing inward instead of outward. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. So uh, we get into all kinds of crazy stuff on that. It'd be forever. It'd probably be another four or five months before we actually do it. What do you think is more believable that
0: something that was in our history books that has been written a certain way could be wrong and it could be a different direction? Or do you think that instead of it just being accidentally misinterpreted, it was
1: purposely
0: misinterpreted?
1: Well, I mean, who writes history, you know? It's always the people that win. So... Um, There's actually CIA documents talking about Russia suppressing um, the Tartarian history after World War II. I don't – I mean I don't throw that out. I think there's a lot of evidence to support
0: that. But that's also the same argument with like Unit 731. Like if you've ever heard about them, they're like Japan's – I think it was called – Japan had named it the Bioweapons – sanitation department or something like that and what they were what they would it's basically way worse than the nazis they would experiment on people they would do crazy horrible things and the only reason that we don't talk about them in our history books is because of racism um and china or not china you know is it china or is it japan they just don't even acknowledge it they just don't even talk about it they just i mean they killed more people than hiroshima and nagasaki combined And we don't, they don't even get a mention in the history books and trying to dig through their archives is the only spot you'll find it. But you need like special clearance to go through theirs because they literally, it's so restricted over there. But that's like the one reason why China really hates Japan.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, Like the tragedies and things and the exterminations that happen throughout history is ridiculous. And basically that's what Tartaria was. It's a race of people that was eliminated essentially. But um, that'd be coming out soon <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm within a year, within a year. Don't give me all the spoilers, but give me um, <laughs> what about with the UAP
0: hearings? What are your thoughts on that? That's something we got to talk about. I think we talked about this last time and you were like, yeah, apparently they have alien bodies. I have to go back to all my friends who mentioned that because before when I was saying that sounds crazy, then this guy comes on there and says biologics. So I'm like, first of all, just show me a picture, anything, show me a toe.
1: The way that he was talking throughout that whole thing was really, really. Cryptid, like cryptic, because I guess he didn't want to out himself too much. Because non-human biologics that can be a dog, like there could just be really smart
0: dogs. That's what, what I'm saying. No, is when they sent those dogs up in space. One of them came back, and that's what they said: non-human biologics.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it could be things like that. Uh, the biggest thing that it's so crazy how this works within like the truth community. Whenever the government starts saying things are true, that's when we're like, eh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt when they said
0: – "Um, I forgot what they just stated recently about the UAP thing. Oh, yeah, where they started blacklisting the guy, bringing out his psychiatric records and everything and saying that he's not like fit or he probably shouldn't have been speaking. I go, that's a character assassination, and now I'm more likely to believe the UAP hearings.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whenever they start trying to deny stuff or even start telling us that things are real, that's when you have to have the most skepticism. Because, I mean, Project Bluebeam is one of those things that is a real possibility. Like, you know, they wanted to cast a big image of Allah in the Gulf War and have them speaking to the people to have them surrender. Like, it's something that they've been exploring for years. To me, it seems like a setup to something like that. And it kind of covers up a lot of other things that were happening in the news at the time that people just did not pay attention to. Um, hang on a second. Yeah. Uh, Too sad the, to breathe, man. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of breath. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's really strange how this is happening. And you got to think, like, in, what was it, a week or two before the hearings they had the aliens seen in Las Vegas, the seven-foot-tall aliens? where there's actually cop footage did you not hear about it Mm-mm. so there's body cam footage of these cops that were called out and they're like you know we wouldn't be taking this serious but my partner's seen it too there was apparently aliens that landed in a backyard that were about seven feet tall and the cops in las vegas got you know um a call for it and there's actually a video when they're walking away they say if they come back don't call us you know so <laughs> but what's even more strange in peru and uh there's a little there's a little tribe called uh ikitu i-k-i-t-u they've been being attacked by what they're calling seven foot tall aliens for like since july they're um they're part of the folklore down there called like face pillars they only attack your face and neck they're apparently seven feet tall with huge heads big yellow eyes um And so, of course, you know, with all the alien things that's coming out, everybody's calling them aliens. I don't think they're aliens. I think they're more along the lines of cryptids, probably. Like something that lived within Amazon and just came out. Okay.
0: I mean, well, the alien thing just makes sense because I think that's been getting a large amount of traction all over the place for the past, I don't know, couple of years now. We've seen a slow buildup of this alien talk. Even Area 51 didn't exist four years ago, and now Area 51 exists. So it's like... You know, a lot of things have been changing. Like I said, I'm interested in all this stuff only on like, I I just don't throw it out. Now, when we say like the truth community, I don't know if that's people looking for truth or that's the debunking community that tries to debunk half the conspiracies. But I just don't see a point trying to debunk them. Like you're not going to change somebody's perspective on stuff. But sometimes I'm listening to interviews that people do about paranormal experiences and all this type of stuff. Not necessarily saying I believe in it, but I'm also saying I not saying I don't believe in it, you know what I mean? Like, I just like listening to it, because I'm not going to tell what someone's experience is, but damn, dude, if you got aliens attacking people in Peru, I mean, I don't know if that's aliens or not, or just people that are hallucinating on something.
1: Well, you know, and it could be a situation of, like, how the Salem Winch trials happened. Um, Everybody was poisoned by that fungus. What was it called? Ergot or something like that? Oh, ergot, yeah. Ergot. So there's there was all kinds of ergot because of the early frost or late frost, I don't remember which one, but there's all kinds of ergot and it was poisoning people make them hallucinate and they all was like, Oh, witches. So that's how that happened, more than likely. But this they have these creatures in antiqui- antiquity. I can't speak. <laughs> but that's
0: a hard word though.
1: Yeah. In antiquity antiquity. Antiquity? antiquity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hillbilly. I shouldn't even be trying to say it. But they have like carvings and things of these creatures that are attacking now it's so prominent that people are taking a 10-hour boat ride up down up the river to get to this little village where it's happening at my thought is i live in southeastern kentucky we never had bears before you know um but now we have bears everywhere like black bears and i think it's cut because you know the land's being taken down here so they're migrating north So I think it's one of those situations where they keep deforesting the Amazon. They're just pushing these things out into villages and civilization, and they're trying to take over new land probably. So they've probably been around for thousands of years. That I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's just if we talk about
0: it being cryptids, I don't know what the purpose would be trying to reclaim land that where someone's already been. It seems like if they've been hidden for so long, wouldn't they just try and find a spot where nobody's located?
1: Well, you got to think they're running out of spots and within the Amazon forest as well. Like, I think the reason they're trying to deforest all this is to get rid of ancient, you know, ancient, ancient, ancient infrastructure. Because when they do like the lasers to map the land, they see all kinds of, they found cities in the Amazon at this point, like pretty good, big
0: bet that whole, honestly, the whole desert's probably got ancient civilizations and things that are probably buried after all these sandstorms that keep happening. It just keep rebearing and reburying and reburying. I mean, we just, the pyramids and all that. I'm sure at some point that if we didn't even locate
1: over there, that would have been completely covered. We wouldn't have
0: even known it existed.
1: Well, when they found it, it pretty much was covered. Like they, it was pretty high up, pretty, pretty low below the sand. And did they not find an ancient forest beneath all the sand over there in the Sahara Desert? I know about the movie Journey to the Center of the Earth, but that's about it. I'm pretty sure they found ancient forest there because, you know, before all this happened, that area was like a forest. It's like it kind of like the Amazon in a way. And even on the Sphinx, they found water damage. Like... You know, yeah, erosion marks on the Sphinx. I mean, Graham Hancock makes a good argument about that.
0: I just don't see that's the thing about history, though, is that even if you are correct, is that information never going to go out there? The most interesting thing to me is like that I could tell it would be most recent. Is like I had a person on my show who was investigating iron bog sites um, in the UK, and he was just looking to see because what he found were iron sediments in the river, and it was showing that the Vikings were there earlier than what the UK was saying like the the, apparently the vikings just disappeared nobody knows where the vikings went they think that like obviously different lands and then they just kind of the whole race or whatever you want to call it, whatever you would call the vikings just conformed into whatever nationalities or things that we have now but he brought it to the smithsonian down in the uk and was like hey here's this i want to show you this and they just refused it nope not even going to look at it not even take a minute of that because that might mean that the their roots would be pagan And that's a big thing for them is to not acknowledge certain aspects of that and shun that from their history. So he's got all this evidence to support that this goes here and they're just refusing to look at it. They don't even want to put it in the history books or talk about it at all. I was like, why wouldn't you investigate that if it could be a possibility, but it would be like saying if you had satanic family members in your, or if you had Nazi family members, like you just don't want to acknowledge it. I was like, man i don't know for me i was like i'd rather get the truth out of the whole matter instead of running off this perfect idea like every single person was good i was like somebody's related to a nazi out there and if you look into our government there's a lot of weird connections
1: oh yeah for sure and i mean think about project project paperclip that's when we did the draft you know to get some of the nazis over here and i don't know like in the area where i live the witchcraft was pretty prominent so i mean it's possible we have all kinds of witches in our family around here um but i don't know man it's all it's all the way the world's going now everything seems like it's scripted you know i mean like it's definitely more because i think technology has kind of enhanced
0: i think it's um it's definitely more noticeable than it probably was maybe a decade ago five years ago especially after the pandemic it just seems like everyone became an internet researcher and i know you can find some bad things on the internet but also there's some stuff on there that usually is information that ends up getting censored later i mean i don't know if you looked into this at all but I re- i'm trying to get guests on to talk about it. a lot of people who written articles about it we all know wikipedia is not like a good source for information
1: right? uh yeah <laughs> okay But
0: Wikipedia is also when you're typing in something on the internet and you want to know like the basic standard thing about it, Wikipedia is your first click or a lot of people's first clicks. Maybe not for me and you, but for a lot of people, that's they're going to go to the first thing and then click into it, read the quick summary, and then that's it, move on. Okay. So Wikipedia, a lot of their, if you just type in Wikipedia, like biased in anything you'll find hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles about wikipedia being biased now it's not biased in the sense of eliminating conspiracies it's biased in the sense of like gender issues all this other type of stuff that is more of a social problem that's kind of common today but there is issues with wikipedia most mostly a lot of people that edit these things tend to agree more and less likely on the conspiracy side of things. I've had plenty of really good authors that if you look up their names, they've given many, they've won numerous awards, speaking engagements on Fox, CNN, all these different news sites and everything like that. But then you type in their name is and then they'll say is a conspiracy theorist as their first sentence. I'm like, how is they a conspiracy theorist? Like none of them believe in the major ones. All they're saying is that the official narrative might be wrong. It doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. But then you look at like Operation Mockingbird was covert media assets well, look what everything is now. I mean, you're only going to get a popular show if you agree with the official narrative. I did a John Lennon podcast. It's got 100,000 views on TikTok right now. I have no idea why that tricked up in the algorithm, but the first sentence of it goes, the official narrative is this. And then- He explains the official narrative and then goes into how it's wrong, but it was just that beginning part. I was like, did the algorithm just hear that and then go, we're going to boost this to the top of the charts? Now, that is conspiratorial, but I'm just saying that's one video that just randomly overnight got 100,000-something views.
1: Well, conspiracy theorists is somebody that's stereotyping to commit conspiracy. That's the reason I don't like using the word, but I kind of appreciate it too because – I just don't
0: like truth seeker. That's a dumbass term.
1: Yeah. But like a conspiracy theorist is only wrong until they're proven right, and it's happening more and more now. Like I don't know, like um, I don't know. I don't really want to go into the son of the hierarchy right now, but you know, whenever that thing came out, everybody's like, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorists," but no, it's now true. Like there's all kinds of that happening, and you can find all kinds of conspiracies throughout history that come in, come out to be true. Project Mockenberg, for instance. Project Mockingbird was a propaganda starting thing to where they were using the media to push propaganda out to the people, you know, and to change the narrative. And we know whenever that was discovered in the 60s that they stopped doing that, you know. They say that, but
0: I can tell you 100% for a fact that nobody stopped something that's successful and um mostly it says it ended after six months in 63 well i found a document from 64 that talks about getting your life magazine and covert media assets in line to go pitch this story i was like hang on a second this is a year later and you're telling me it didn't end what are you talking about
1: well i mean you got all you gotta do is think about the way that news articles are wrote just the verbiage that they use like They can make anything that's not horrible sound like it's the end of the world. You know, it's just the way that they throw things out there, and that's Project Mockingbird. That's what it is.
0: Could you imagine doing that to cover up, like, some really ancestral roots of history? Like, we still, on the dollar bill and everything like that, we have a bunch of, like, Illuminati or weird Masonic symbols that we still use today, but there's just no explanation, and nobody even really questions it. I always question it when I see a Freemason Lodge. I'm like, why the fuck? Isn't that, like, weird old shit? I was like, why are they still doing it? It's like, oh, it's just fun. We go bowling every Tuesday night. I'm like, yeah, but it has like some weird things to it.
1: Well, I mean, you know, most of your local Freemason lodges are just people wanting to have a community and have fun. I've got friends that's Freemasons. I don't think they're smart enough to be like nefarious, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, you know, there's hierarchy to that too. And anytime there's hierarchy, there's people that have greed and motivation, you know, to have power. And that's kind of where we're at with all that that's essentially what all these little, like, secret meat and, like, secret societies are, is people trying to have power, eventually. And everybody always says, why would they lie to us about this? Why wouldn't they? Once, like, money is fine, but now money's all printed. Like, it really has no substance. So, what's the next best thing is power over people, you know, to forward your agenda and things of this nature? i'm too fat rob I no really... i th- i think it's um <laughs> power to
0: force your own agenda I, I think like a lot of people think of like they just want power over us so i think you got to think of it as a worldview, which is like what governments are very successful at being a government in the eyes of what being a government is and those are the ones with the m- most totalitarian systems because their people might be miserable but nobody's rising up and has the ability to rise up so from a global standpoint is how they're viewing it i mean they're more afraid of other governments than they are afraid of their own people but if you have a democracy like where we we live in um you get enough people that stir up a bunch of shit the government has to start acknowledging it now i don't know if those tactics can eventually change because i feel like now it's so simple to easily blame a political figure than it is to actually point at like a core systematic problem but like i said i don't know because i mean that opens up the door to what else could be – I mean the alien talk, that just opens up the whole playground for everything to be possible at this point if you guys are really – I don't think they're taking it seriously to be honest with you. But the people in that hearing I don't think are lying. I think they've just convinced themselves whether they've seen a document or not um, to believe everything that they have said because I watched it a couple of times, they, and I did it on air. It's pretty – you know. I don't see any bullshit meter going off.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I try not to even watch stuff anymore. I just read through it. Like, and I don't really like reading anything on the internet anymore because I feel like it's a propaganda machine at this point, because I I forget how old you are. I think I'm about 10 years older than you. How old are you? 38.
0: You're 13 years older than me.
1: Yeah. When the internet first started becoming a thing and, you know, we had these search engines, you would Google something and you'd have a million pages. And when you went through every page. It had different articles, right? Now, if you Google something, it shows that you have a billion hits. But when you get to, like, page six, seven, it just starts repeating the same articles. Like, there's stuff being hid purposefully. I don't know why. But, like, I I don't fully understand why they won't just let you have it. Because it's just you doing the research. Are they afraid somebody's going to find stuff and actually have a fluential, like, way of speaking to people?
0: I don't know. I think after YouTube started getting a little bit more popular and everyone's starting up their own damn show, they're like, holy shit, this guy's found one of our secret documents. You got to ban him. <laughs> I got a document flagged for um,
1: national security. And that's what I'm saying. Like, You have you said you had 100,000 views on one? On a TikTok video. How many do you have on YouTube?
0: I mean, I got 2,000-something subscribers on YouTube. That's about it. My main but... audience is on Spotify, but even then, I, you don't really have... I have video, but I don't think people watch the video
1: yeah but on YouTube, like for instance we we don't even post on YouTube hardly anymore. like we' getting two three views, but on Spotify, you know, we'll have like a thousand on bit we'll have like two or three hundred, you know Rumble will have like sixteen <laughs> but but on YouTube, it's always two, three, but when we started we like when we very first started, we had like two or three hundred and then it just started gradually getting lower and lower and lower and lower. I don't know what that is. That's YouTube's
0: uh, algorithm. When you start a channel, they try and boost you up in the beginning, keeps you hooked in, making more content and then eventually they tone it back down.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man, but everything else we seem to be doing fine. <laughs> I don't know,
0: it's weird. I mean, the psychological stuff that goes on amongst the public whether it's through internet or whether it's government. I mean, do you think that if, there's there's such a danger in playing with people's minds in that way? Even if it's like, yeah, sh- shadow banning information paranoia that starts being created, but I see that's. I mean, it's a tactic of the government, though. The best way to make people seem like they're crazy. I mean, how many crazy people do you know that have said some really, like, crazy stuff, and they turn out being right? I think everyone has a conspiracy friend that they're like, I'm not going to not take that guy off my contact list.
1: That just happened to me. Um, I started listening to a guy back in December. Um, now I am talking to all my friends. I was like, this guy's going to be fucking huge. Um, and um, this week, he's number one on iTunes. And when I first started listening to him, there was like 80 subscribers to him. He's got like 100,000 of Oliver Anthony. <laughs> I've never heard of him. Uh, he was just on Radio West Virginia. He's, he was number one on iTunes. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, I don't know. It's strange how things like that work. It's all weird. But have you, have you watched that new show, Twisted Metal? Isn't that off the video game? Yeah, they got a show about it now. With I'm Anthony. not gonna watch that. That sounds like shit. I liked it. <laughs> Don't ruin the game for me. <laughs> I wish they'd make a new Twisted Middle game. I loved those games when I was a kid. If you could
0: find, or if you can be given one secret or one answer to anything, what would it be?
1: Uh, what our history actually is. Really? I love. Yeah, I really want to know. Not what even they... if Tupac is still alive, you wouldn't want to know that. I don't care (laughs) (laughs) I prefer I like I I don't prefer anybody be dead but um his music is definitely legendary and I feel like if he would kept living it would just
0: end up not being do you think people care more about stuff now that there's able to be able I guess to be able to find more things out now or do you think that people care less
1: people definitely care a lot less like like I feel like there's a slothism in a way happening like it and I, I think i said it before on this show idiocracy is turning real like it's starting to happen for real do you think that's because of the overload of information or the amount that i don't know
0: people have just been played with over and over again that there's a lack of caring
1: i think that it's just you know nobody has to actually learn anything they can just find it on a whim like nobody remembers phone numbers anymore i don't remember i i I don't remember phone numbers that i feel like it was a steady decline after people didn't have to remember numbers anymore personally like um i barely know my phone number now but when i was a kid i knew like 50 or 60 phone numbers is no issue yeah because you didn't have a cell phone exactly and here's another thing like i remember when we played music and stuff when we were kids and we didn't have cell phones We go out of state and play music. How in the hell did we get there? I don't even remember how we used to get there. when you went out of state, yeah, like I don't remember. remember, No, we drove, but how did we know the directions to the place? Like, I don't remember that. You had a map and a glove box. Um, maybe
0: some tissues and probably like an old sauce packet,
1: (laughs) probably next to some lotion, but. (laughs) <laughs> but um but yeah it's weird how the world works now like you don't have to try to do anything to learn i've been tr- trying
0: to understand history more so because i think like history, the same shit still going on today it's just repeating itself over and over again the mm-hmm. underground press is a good example of the 70s and 60s people that were speaking out about the war creating magazines making fun of the what you they would call the establishment back then People are doing that with shows now. People are doing that with articles, blog sites, Substacks, anything you can really think of. One thing that is interesting is the way that we have viewed robotics has changed. So back in the day, way back in like old 19th century literature, basically, if they brought sci-fi stories and talked about machines or these types of things, there was a issue with it being in the workplace, just like it is today. There's an issue with it being in the workplace, but. To make people connect with the robot and consider it a human, they had to do something like give it a soul. Yet nobody can explain to me what a fucking soul is. What do you consider a soul? Jazz? like <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's no, there's not an explanation, but just using that word, like, oh, we gave it a soul. Like the AI thing that came out about Google. This guy thought that it had a soul. And everyone's like, no, it doesn't. As soon as you say it doesn't have a soul, Then it's just like the whole argument's done, like it's not a person anymore, it's not an entity, it just goes away. We consider animals different than robots because we consider them to have souls, but we don't consider a robot to have a soul. But I still,
1: nobody can give me an answer of what the hell soul is, except jazz music. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how true this is, but have you seen the videos of the video game that has artificial intelligence in it? There's a video game with artificial intelligence in it? Apparently, I don't know how real it is. I have to make the game fucking harder? Because I will never buy it know what it is like the npcs people are walking up to them and talking to them and like one of them's like oh my god how did i get here i just want to go home and it says it lives in canada oh my god yeah and it tells them that it's got a wife and two kids gives the wife's name and the kid's name and shit like i don't know how real it is yet i haven't looked into it i've literally seen it yesterday That
0: would be the worst video game in the world or they put an artificial intelligence in there that literally just try and make people go into a schizophrenic, paranoid delusion as they're playing the game. Help, I'm trapped in a video game. It's like Jumanji. I was just turning it on and I got sucked into the video game. Will you help me? And you're like, oh my God, I can't
1: turn off the game or this person will die. Exactly. And like the that's, that's the thing that scares me. Like in artificial intelligence right now is kind of crazy. Think about it in another five years. Like, and they're not going to have to people's not going to have to write books anymore. People's not going to have to do
0: podcasts anymore. Well, that's why there's a writer's strike going on right now. You know what the real reason behind that is, right? Well, not just the writer's strike, but there's a bunch of people in new Orleans um, that were like doc workers and they're on strike. And the people said like, Oh, they're on strike. Uh, they want more money. And the doc workers, like, we're not trying to be on strike they're, they are They, they're, this is all fake. The the strike's fake. We're we're trying to get back into work. We have families we need to feed. They're replacing us with machines. This strike was created. And I was like, look, if that's a conspiracy theory or this person's just nuts, but I mean, that makes a lot of sense if you can really make it seem like all these people don't want to work. I mean, isn't that everything right now is just changed into nobody wants to work anymore, and they blame it on the pandemic? But I'm like. How many people are trying to feed their families and look for a job right now and they can't find one because everybody's replacing it to machines?
1: Well, did you see that one robot that they had doing, like, factory work that did it for, like, 15 minutes and then kind of shut itself off, like, offed itself? It's probably, a fuck fuck this shit. That's exactly what happened. Like, it was doing this tedious work and it's like, what's the point of doing this? Like, it had artificial intelligence and was doing all this work and then it just cut itself off drop straight to the ground damn he could even make it you can't walk a mile in my shoes (laughs) No, it's kind of like uh john henry versus the uh the mining machine you know like john henry beating it john henry was it john oh
0: john henry versus the steam engine
1: yeah the steam engine yeah yeah. the the, (laughs) the railroad track yeah the steam engine didn't quite make it but oh john did like humans are kind of a unique species we're the only species that if we train properly, we can run forever. What? Because, yeah, like if if you train properly, like you know, people do these marathons, like twenty six miles and stuff. If you yeah. train properly, you can run a hundred miles, and you know, just keep going. Other animals have to stop because they don't have sweat glands and stuff like we do. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> the humans really species- run. Really too. run for like Forrest Gump ran for like four days straight. I think mean, he ran for like a month or something. Didn't he? I think he, he
0: was, ran for like ten years, to be honest with you. He yeah, beard yeah, and everything.
1: Beard, yeah, yeah the beard nicer than mine was. I miss my beard. It <clears> was <throat> nice. It added a little extra <laughs> flavor to you. Now I look like a, I don't know, like a pork sausage. I guess. <laughs> would you be? Would you accept? Would you accept living in a virtual world? No, like it's hard enough to live in this world, like uh, living. Yeah, it a... would be easier though. They take out all your emotions. Uh, I like feeling them, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Like uh, we were talking be before, before the show, I've recently had a little mental problem. Um, but it still lets me know that I'm still here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if I lived in a virtual reality, it wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like a person, but then you would never
0: have to age. They could just take away all your problems. You'd just be like a happy, mindless person.
1: But problems build character. They really do. Like, you know, everybody that's had a hard life or, you know, any kind of struggle, they end up, not always, but, you know, most people kind of traverse through it and get through it and end up better on the other side. It's just, you know, you got to get through it to make it essentially, you know.
0: See, I'm more in belief that we're becoming way too normalized with technology to a point where we're just going to be okay with it taking over everything. And then eventually what would be the point of it? Happen? We're just going at such a fast pace, you know, the whole artificial intelligence thing, the whole art thing, the whole music thing, it sounds crazy now and people are rejecting it now. But I also think that that's once it starts implementing more, we're not going to reject it anymore.
1: Well, I mean, the artificial intelligence scares me to death because there is a podcast of Joe Rogan that is just artificial intelligence like, that, that was going to be my
0: 1500 episode was i was going to recreate myself through all the episodes of my show because i'm basically myself yeah um so i just was going to have an ai and i was going to talk to it and see if it would respond and with how like how i do and stuff like that but when i tried to do it it was like oh i see i read the agreements on this stuff because i've done too many tech issue podcasts related um like yeah. google whistleblowers and things of that sort and um I was reading the fine print of the contract and it was like, well, they own your voice and they own all this type of stuff.
1: And I was like, yep, no. Yeah. If you scan my content, it does not mean you own it. Well, that's the thing about like, they, as many episodes as you have, you have like, what, 2,000 now? Close to it. And I'm almost 1,500. 1,500? So, I mean, they you, you would never have to do another one of these again with this. Like, you just scan all your episodes and you could talk to, I don't know, Gandhi. <laughs> that'd be awesome never mind I like a switch back on that one <laughs> like you could literally pull up anybody from history and have a podcast with you interviewing them or talking to them like you do like it's kind of creepy man like i don't know I, I guess it's cool for that but it's not really that person given their true insight it's artificial intelligence assuming what they would do based off archives you know
0: it would That's be weird. interesting to see if they wouldn't cuz artificial intelligence I feel like at this stage would just loop it back. You know what I mean? Like you would it would be like if I died now and the rest of it was artificial intelligence for the rest of the thing. It would just I it would be like 20 year old Robbie. You know what I mean? Not saying that I'm not aging, like the thing could age and make me look older sure, but I mean my thoughts would they evolve past? I don't think how I thought Five months ago, six months ago, seven months ago. I mean before the Kennedy assassination, I would probably swing more left than I would politically than I did before. But I also – I'm apolitical just because I think it's all a fucking mess. I don't want to touch it. Um, deep state all the way. But I I just – there's no evolution in the artificial intelligence. When and, and would it evolve later down the road if they were able to figure out what that is and how would it not go bad? Would it still maintain the essence that is me? You know what I mean? Like there's no way to – because I think eventually we're going to hit a point where you can start reanimating your dead loved ones um, with artificial intelligence to a point. I mean, they do that now with being able to speak with someone, but there's just programmed responses.
1: I think that instead of our, like reanimating people, I think people are just going to live extremely long times. Like there's a thought right now that the first person that's going to live to be 150 years old is already born right now like it's quite possible you know with the replacement of organs and things that people could live forever
0: yeah but that's not the same thing as what i'm talking about see there's two different roads there's the futurist aspect of society with artificial intelligence and then there's the putting the technology in your body which is transhumanism that's more scary for a lot of people and because there's still a portion of our population that is christian and they think that is a satanic thing right there to do
1: well who's to say they wasn't doing that you know in the early times of the bible people were living to be 900 years old there's a thought that you know that the oxygen was more pure the food was more pure but people living nearly a thousand years old i mean there had to be some kind of transhumanism and it's quite possible that we're just manufactured beings anyway like from the anunnaki and stuff of that nature like we we're probably just put here to mine gold <laughs> like it's a very good solid chance
0: and what we just rec- we just developed consciousness or cognance of this and then we just stop mining gold.
1: Yeah, you know like and, and and Unaki basically build us to mine gold is one thing that I've heard throughout time. There's a lot more to it, but it's uh, a 8:30 in the morning, I'm tired. Dude. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know when it comes to that ancient alien stuff, I think
0: a lot of people have theories that we are put on here from aliens and this is kind of like a big thing. I don't I'm surprised there's not a whole bunch of people like out in the streets with signs that say the end
1: is near because of the alien stuff i expected that a lot well that was really prominent in like the 90s wasn't it like people you would see that i seen that like around here and this is a very small community like the end is near jesus coming back you know things like that you still see that but not been waiting for fucking decades on that one (laughs) (laughs) century (laughs) like um jesus been coming back for a while but I don't know, like, the way that the world's going and with the artificial intelligence, it's quite possible they could reanimate loved ones, but, like, what about the ones that they don't have any archival footage of, you know? Like, my dad, for instance, like, there might be one video of him somewhere, and there's very limited pictures because we're, we we're not a big picture family. Um, I don't know, like, how would they do that, you think? I don't think they will be able to be reanimated. I don't think you're going to get and
0: you're not going to be able to talk to your great 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 grandparents where there's like no evidence of them, even if they kept the journal. I think there'll probably be a point where if this does technology does be created, it might be your parents. If it comes out in your lifetime, it might be just you. There might be just be a generation that starts and might be two two generations down the road where they go, oh, we need this certain sample of this and a certain sample of this, and it's like, well. They're cremated. I can't get that sample. So it's like, you know, then it has to start with that generation. And then that's the thing. If some guy comes up to you, like selling vault bunkers back in the day and goes, do you want to do you want to be around for your family forever? And then they go, well, here's this. And then you're you can start this with your bloodline. And then you would be the start of that where there'd be investments like buying a grave plot, but you would have these invested simulation cities or life apartments and then that's how it goes um it's really fun to think about i mean i don't see... recreate history is what i want them to, the ai to do tell me what was
1: before this well you know that guy that came back from the future if you believe him he said he came back from what 2500 a.d he said there was a floating city uh where people lived and like everything was controlled by artificial stop intelligence. stop listening to him
0: yeah, it'll be 2049 AD and I'm like god damn he was right we gotta go find that guy <laughs> turns out he died in a plane crash yeah really <laughs> that's how My- all the people go like whenever something like someone that has like a great idea like the two people that made the water power car had died
1: oh yeah dude that one's crazy Um, he died at Cracker Barrel <laughs> what? <guy>. no <laughs>
0: nobody <laughs> dies at Cracker Barrel don't tell me that I love that place
1: he was meeting with um some people from Russia that were wanting to invest in his water. Oh, power. don't
0: do that. That's a fucking
1: stupid move on his part. <laughs> he ordered the most delicious of the drinks, was, which was a strawberry, or might have been raspberry sweet tea. And he took a drink, and he started gasping for air and ran outside, and he's like, they got me. They got me. And oh, God, like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who got you? Cracker Barrel. <laughs> just like... This drink's been expired for decades. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, ain't that kind of crazy how we know for a fact that somebody had created an engine that ran on water. Water, salt water, tap water, creek water, whatever. And that would have cured all these elements they have about this carbon footprint, but no. Let's not I mean, do
0: th- That's the same argument of like, do they have the cure for cancer and they're not just doing it? I mean, I believe that there's probably a lot of solutions to very simple things that you would never experience ever again, but they make a whole entire system and industry off of selling. The pharmaceutical industry is the dirtiest of all the industries. They looked up manipulational tactics to do advertisements of going to psychology people and hypnotists to try and find good ways to subliminally put messaging in people's minds. It's all of advertising, not just the pharmaceutical company. Well, think about AIDS. Like, good God, I know, think about I, AIDS.
1: I know people have AIDS, and, that, and it's a horrible disease. But how often do you hear how horrible it is now? Like, there's people that's taking medications. That's where it's nearly untraceable now. And I think my personal belief, this is based on no fact. I think that is because the spread of it was too slow. It's much easier to treat cancer because too many, way too many people get cancer. I've known a lot of people to get cancer. like, I don't know anybody that had AIDS. What's the
0: cancer industry? Like, like how much research is being funneled into cancer? And I'm not going to lie to you. You know how there's like the cell phones. Like if you just talk about something, you'll get an advertisement for it. We talked about this last time. I got like seven St. Jude's things in a row. And I was like, is my phone trying to tell me something? Like, is it predicting like, Hey, you know, You helped me up to your ear one time, and I was able to do a quick scan of your brain and let you know that you have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma coming into
1: your fucking brain. Oh, that's even crazier. Some recently, they have came out with this Wi-Fi, like this thing that they do with Wi-Fi, to where they can scan everything in your house. They can make that. that. Yeah, It's, it's so ridiculous now, and I think that started with that Pokemon Go shit. Like everybody. Well,
0: Google had a car scandal about that when the Google car was driving around in like 2003. It was sucking up people's Wi-Fi data, and there was a lawsuit, and um, they had to pay $50,000. Yes, Google had to pay $50,000 fine for stealing people's data through the Wi-Fi car. And I was like, they steal it from your phone when you search up things anyway. You know that. But they just found a way to do it easier, which was just when you're going by people's houses in the Google car, scanning maps and things of that sort, you just suck up some of their data from their Wi-Fi.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fair. <laughs>
0: but then people bring up the argument, what does Google want from your thing? And I'm like, well, if you have private information, it's not like they care about it, but damn, that's going to be worth money in someone's hands. Plus, if you think if you could ever run for politician and not have a sign or thing on you, you have to have no internet presence at
1: all. Yeah yeah there's i don't know would you ever want to be a politician like i've got friends as politicians and they seem to like it i would get killed so quickly (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that would be me too i'd be out there screaming these motherfucking reptiles
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't be screaming about reptiles but i would be asking some serious questions when it comes to like why are we missing a giant chunk of money and i'm gonna just start being like can i see uh some receipts from some of you congressmen real quick you bought a lexus
1: i want to know where the fuck you got that money from well i mean you gotta think what does an average congressman make like let's say two hundred thousand dollars right most of them are multimillionaires. that's kind of strange right like to me no
0: the, ins- the issue i think even now and i would spoken to a white house person um he worked during in the white house he left during the trump administration but he studied ethics was working for the Ethics Department of the White House, and um, he goes, the issue is that when these congressmen are – they're looking at laws before they become things that they get passed onto the floor to get passed. You get to look at what's getting banned and what's going to profitize, which is like insider trading in a sense, like seeing the stocks go up before it actually happens. So they start betting on it. I was like, nobody has talked about that. Everyone does it, the left and the right in the Congress. So are you going to be the one guy that rats? It's like a whistleblower thing, man. There's no in- there's – we're in a system right now where you have to play the system to be a part of the system. Oh, yeah. And then if you try and rattle on the system, there's no incentive for you because then you're going to screw over everyone's profit margins and then they're all going to hate you. So what's the point of stepping up? You might as well just play ball. And I get it if you especially have a family and all that. But
1: but I mean, when when is it enough? You know, there's no point. And in... I don't I've read a study one time that if somebody has over $10 million, they're just as miserable as somebody that has no money in a way, you know, like it's one of those things like yeah you can be happy with everything you have but eventually you're going to hit a plateau where it doesn't matter anymore
0: cecil if you're about to have a panic attack right now and then you just go i want an in-ground pool and you can build an in-ground pool and you could have it there right in front of you in a matter of an hour your panic attack's not happening brother i'm telling know.
1: you <laughs> <laughs> My, you never know like that's a, it's totally a mental thing like i don't know like i'm i feel like there's point in time when you have too much like jeff bezos has what a hundred like a almost a billion dollar boat and i don't hear him doing
0: anything dangerous i don't hear him doing anything like insane or mentally unstable the man's just getting jacked and riding jet skis
1: and trying to go to the moon or whatever
0: (laughs) so it's like i I don't like i I think the money the, the money argument i mean obviously money just buys away the sadness it doesn't erase it, but it just makes it go away for a little bit, which I think is what's important. But there's just – there's oh, no. a real big <laughs> ethical line I would say when it comes to you know certain – there's no, no – there's like David Cruz. Let's bring back to the guy in the UAP hearing. Why don't you just get someone who has nothing to lose and will be more than willing to say all the secret shit on air and not fear for their life? They could have just did that, pass it to some homeless person or someone who has literally – There's no one that's willing to die for what they believe in anymore. I hate to say it like that, but there's really, and maybe we could say me and you would be willing to do things, but then we have family members, right? So then we don't want to put their lives at risk for our stupid decisions, right? So they just need to find someone that's willing to sacrifice everything because they believe in the truth that much. And if they had had all that secret info in the UAP hearings, and they were like, okay, I could tell you off air. I could tell you off air. I could tell you off air. I was like, why did you do a hearing then?
1: What was the point? yeah i mean it's one of those things like you know there's people out there that will but those people are considered crazy like when somebody has a true belief in something so hard and they do everything they can to destroy them like destroy their credibility anything like this like there's if this person continues like you said they already came out and what did they say about him he had something going on he had a
0: couple of accounts of cops coming over for his PTSD anger and a few situations with his wife, but I just don't believe in looking at a person's back history like that. I mean, if they have PTSD and things of that sort, I think it it's a different argument, but there's plenty of character assassinations that happen throughout before someone like speaks very, very clear about something.
1: So you see, even if somebody does believe it wholeheartedly to the point where they're willing to lose their life, the first thing they're going to do is just discredit them Mm -hmm. or try their best to get people not to believe them. And then since that people still believe them after they've tried that, that's when the offing occurs. It seems like every time. The offing? Yeah. You know, suicided. (laughs)
0: There's a lot of that, to be honest with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We could get into the Clinton kill list, but I think that might get us tagged a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Why would that
0: get us tagged? What I I didn't know know is Hale Boggs, a guy who called out Hoover in 71, Um, he literally is on air saying Hoover's wiretapping congressmen and all this type of stuff. His plane went down in 72 over Alaska. Do you know who drove him to the airport? Hoover? Nope. Bill Clinton a fresh young Bill Clinton drove hail bogs to the fucking airport I go what the? I look I don't care what you say that's just suspicious in its own a 20 I think he was 23 at the time
1: yeah I'm like, <laughs> Damn. the list of people that's not alive anymore that have been associated with them and are not alive because of crazy situations is ridiculous at this point like it's huge was it Van Halen that had the plane crash or was it uh Leonard
0: Skinnard? Leonard Skinner. Imagine if you look at a photo of the Leonard Skinnerd band before they got on the airplane and it's Bill Clinton like waving his hands to everybody, I'm like, don't get on that fucking airplane.
1: <laughs> he was like the valet <laughs> Like,
0: I mean, to be honest, if I gave you the example of like if a guy, you know, your neighbor uh has had seven different wives and they've all fallen down flights of stairs. You know, he keeps having to remarry because his wife keeps falling downstairs. Do you want to still live at that house to be 100% honest with you?
1: I mean, I'd go there and make sure those stairs weren't wasn't slick or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the stairs out, <laughs> put some carpet down, maybe. <laughs> like, um,
0: she died on the patio. It's like, God damn it. it
1: End up removing everything but the damn tiles on this house. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, they Clinton kill this. It's huge. The most recent thing about the Obama estate, did you hear about their chef? Yeah, that died, but I don't know what that was about, though. I don't know the full story. Apparently, he um, the way I heard it, which I haven't got to do much research into it this past week or so, was he was paddleboarding in eight feet of water, but he couldn't swim, is what they said. And so he drowned. Eight feet of water, like, yeah, eight feet of water is over your head, but if you touch the bottom and jump, you can pop up and grab some air, you know, yeah, like, but
0: if you're panicking, you're inhaling water, that's true, that's not that suspicious, but I think there was other circumstances with it that made it more suspicious, which is I think um they were letting them stay at
1: their home or something like that, yeah, um, well, my thing about it is if you cannot swim, why are you paddle boarding in eight feet of water? That's a good point. Yeah, extremely good point. (laughs) Like I can't swim, I
0: think I'm gonna go out on this. But as a as a former jet ski guide, I can tell you the number of people that rented jet skis that couldn't swim that would fall into the water and scream for help. I'm like, why are you doing this?
1: But they got life jackets most of the time, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You should have a life jacket if you're on a paddleboard. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you can't swim. (laughs) Especially if you can't swim, you could at least float. I don't know. That that one's really strange. I can't wait to read more into it. I don't know. I, I haven't had much time to do a lot of research over the past little bit. Most of everything I'm hearing now is like when we do episodes on it. Me, and you it,
0: should start a podcast about political assassinations. I can go all day about that.
1: That would be fun. Like there's a well, not. Fun. Well, I guess that would be fun for us, but pretty dark.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a dark subject indeed, but there's definitely a tool of political assassinations of the 60s and 70s. It's a, um. it's actually courses that are being taught in colleges and um, some high schools as well, too, which is the whole 60s political assassinations. It was a tool of the government for a while, of political assassinations.
1: I don't know why they cut that out. Is it just because it got too polarizing or something? Like, I don't know. Cut, like, cut it out of what? Cutting out the political assassinations in America. They didn't stop doing it. When's the last one they did, though? I mean, look at Epstein. True. I get what you're saying. So they just uh, got a little better at concealing It's like Operation Mockingbird.
0: Did that ever stop? No, it didn't stop. The media is definitely still online, but the political assassinations, we just don't talk about it as much. I think people try and – the only way you can really talk about things is if it's like 60 years old. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess that makes sense to me. Everything's just a little bit more refined now. (laughs) Definitely. Like, we ain't shooting somebody from across the street now. We're just – making it look like they might have done this to themselves. Plus, people only care if it's, like, a
0: celebrity or someone important. Like, if Woody Harrelson goes up missing, then everybody's start, going to start suspecting some stuff.
1: I wonder how they pick that, like, not even about the celebrities, about the citizens. Like, they'll key in on one citizen that has went missing. What makes them pick that person over the thousands of the other people that's went missing? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like uh the Peterson lady when that happened, I can't remember her name. I know her husband's name, I can't remember it either right now, but they the whole nation tuned into that murder. But that's happening across the nation at all time. I wonder what causes that. What about
0: Gabby Petito and that story about the missing influencer that was on TV for like six months during the whole Epstein stuff?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Ain't it kind of strange how they key in on these one certain things? Run it constantly when there's all this crazy shit happening behind the scenes. Hmm. <laughs> there's definitely a
0: like a certain thing, like what was it the Gislane Maxwell trial that happened? And then during when that was happening, it was also the um who was the one rapper that his trial was going on at the same time? Rapper? There was mm-hmm. a singer that was um trending at the same time. Their court dates were literally right on top of each other.
1: I have no idea. I'm juicy. Smoyer, that. that. that's what his name was. Yeah, juicy about his uh, line whenever he yeah, got Yeah, t-
0: both those trials were happening at the same time the Maxwell and that one. And I was like, wait a minute, you guys have a full year to plan these things out. You guys didn't want to space any of those out, and only one was televised. Yeah. And I don't think she's even actually in jail. She's probably just chilling somewhere. I just remember the article that came out that said she was on suicide watch. I was like, up. Oh, that's how you know something's going to happen to you. <laughs>
1: and, and then she... she's
0: in an interview like, I'm not suicidal. I was
1: like, yep, yep, start telling everybody right now. <laughs> well, I mean, Epstein, he, he was on suicide watch, but they were letting him go to the vending machine and raid it and having women come to his cell and his lawyer was able to come. Well, in his
0: cell, he was able to leave his, he only had to sleep there really. There's only one day he had to be in there the full day, but the rest of the time he could go out on, like, work leave. And I'm like, what, what a job does he have?
1: Well, you know, his job was a... Uh, How does someone
0: get, get an island?
1: <laughs> his job was getting fresh fresh people for high individuals, so I guess he had some important work to do. That's so crazy to me, because what's happening with that? Why, Why is that not being investigated more? Like, they say they investigate it, but you don't hear anything about it. Do you think it's the responsibility of the media to do that type of stuff? Because
0: honestly, at this point, the only media that I would consider respectable is independent journalism. And I'm not even talking about The Intercept. I'm I'm, I'm talking about straight up substack people, people that are trying their there's being an investigative journalist. Now, anybody can do it, but there's not really an incentive to do it because you're not going to get the major publicity you need. You know what I mean?
1: I, th- I think we're still it really feels like we're in a situation where people are trying to get that to come back because independent journalism is kind of on the rise. You know, like we people like us, for instance, we listen to these people, we read it, we see what they what they talk about and things of this nature. And we I wouldn't of-
0: call myself a journalist of the Kennedy assassination, but I've definitely um, got a lot of things recorded that a lot of people are very appreciative
1: for. Well, you delved into it really hardcore and you've spoken with a lot of people and that is investigating and like you are that person like even finding phone
0: numbers and trying to call people up to get them to be able to do certain... you should
1: call the white house be like hey i'm just calling the <laughs>
0: <laughs> i did get an email from rfk jr a couple of days ago so
1: really yeah wow what he's you seen he's
0: some of my i'm not gonna probably end up voting for him unless i could talk to him yeah i need to know a person before i get i don't i just i don't vote in general so
1: my one thing against him is his stance on gun control but i fully understand why he has that stance you know what i mean i mean yeah i mean his dad and his uncle worked. <laughs> yeah exactly and his cousins so yeah yeah i fully understand it i just don't like it <laughs>
0: yeah. what do you think about those subjects if we get into the conspiracy realm what do you think about like if you could pick a conspiracy what conspiracy would be your uh, bread and butter?
1: Uh, right now, it's the Tartaria stuff. That's not a conspiracy. I mean, the big governmental ones. Oh, big governmental ones. I mean, God. the ones that turned out to be true. Nine <laughs> Eleven, JFK, RFK, MLK. Well, I mean, everybody started off with JFK. Um, that's probably still my biggest one because I I still like to know for sure. I've got a good idea, but you're I'm not going to get
0: an answer. I'm sorry about that, buddy. They just recently disclosed that they're not going to release any more documents that they got remaining. So a 60-year JFK act that has literally been installed to release all these documents has ended, which is like, damn, imagine being someone that was waiting for these documents to release. And I've talked to these people, and they're like, it's fucking heartbreaking.
1: Now, RFK knows. I'm pretty sure. Like, I heard him talk about, yeah, RFK Jr. I mean, he
0: knows about as much as I do. Blaming it on the Central Intelligence Agency, but you can't – you're not going to get the answer. That's the sad part. If there was a second shooter, the time to find him was at that time, and they eliminated conspiracy within 48 hours.
1: That's true. But RFK, I heard him talking – RFK Jr., sorry. I heard him talking about his dad and how he was killed. Um, He said it was the guy that was walking him through the kitchen that shot him, like he knows for a fact. Eugene Caesar. Yeah, like he knows for a fact. Everyone
0: suspects it to be that guy because that guy went to the Philippines um but the the clip-on tie there what i thought was rfk's tie the media cropped it out but the front picture where he's laying down on the ground i'm so i recently been talking about the rfk assassination i dived into that one um but he's when he's lying on the ground the bus boy's holding them uh there's a clip-on tie on the floor but in the original covers of the photos that they published they never they cropped out the tie well the tie is thane eugene caesar who was behind robert kennedy so if he fell backwards after getting shot and grabbed a tie it was staying
1: eugene caesar's tie wow so that's so crazy and like and you know at this point it's easy to find that and like his son talks about it like he's told about it by people that were there that this happened and the
0: most the most convincing thing is paul schrade who um was the cop who was shot in the head, um over rfk he's still alive he lived i think it was like a like one of those just it was an impact thing not a um like didn't go into him it just kind of bounced and so he was bleeding on the ground everyone thought he was dead but he died recently a couple weeks ago which is why i got interested into the rfk assassination um not a couple weeks a couple months ago he died um but he went to every single one of sir han's trials and parole hearings and said that this person did not shoot at me and did not kill my best friend so that's the guy who got shot in the head now, did Sirhan shoot people? I believe that some of the bullets, obviously, he did hit some people, but I think there was a second person who was aiming for, or did hit Robert Kennedy, because that's Thomas Noguchi who did the autopsy, most thorough autopsy in history. Man, that's recorded. That's a historical thing. He's the most like he has. The, he did a thirty-six page report on the RFK autopsy, um, and he said that based on the gunpowder residue on the back of RFK's head. Sir Hans in front of RFK, that this had to be three shots up close. So that's why everyone thinks it's staying Eugene Caesar.
1: Well, I mean, you, they have the Patsies the or whatever, which is uh, Sirhan Sirhan and Lee Harvey Oswald. I believe they probably did take shots, too. Like, I believe Lee Harvey Oswald probably took a shot. But I feel like they always have a backup plan just in case. A
0: hundred percent. You don't bring four bullets to kill the president of the United States. And that's what Lee Harvey Oswald did. So it's like, there's no way. Why would you reload if you saw his head explode like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, of
0: course, you send more than one person up there to do something like that.
1: that may rest in peace, but I think Bill Paxton did it when he was a kid. And I'm just, I'm just joking about that. That is strange, though, that he was there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean,
0: George Bush was there.
1: Oh, yeah, apparently it was loaded full of people, the Baguska lady, Baguska?
0: Baguska lady, and then Nixon was there as well, too. But Nixon was at a bottling convention, apparently, that's what he said.
1: The Baguska lady, or whatever her name is, she was a Rothschild, like, people have found here recently there's so
0: much of that now where i'm like i don't know like everyone seems to be related to someone in the cia or someone knows somebody in the cia or someone has a nazi connection or something like that Where i'm like dude i don't even the one th- I, I just need proof and nobody's been able to show proof it's like people have been able to look in and the conspiracy theories really start to spread but one thing that i heard that i had to look up and i did find which was the owner of the book depository building replace the window in the sixth floor after the assassination happened and he would invite people over to his house and show them that he had the window in his house and they would take pictures in front of it and that's got like a big texas oil guy right there so i was like that to me is just it's not even that it's just corrupting or weird it's just like that's so fucking sick to do where it's like why would you do that you demented bastard
1: True crime, man. I mean, the macabre brings everybody to the yard. You know, it's kind of like the milkshake. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, I, 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 lo- I went to the Alcatraz Museum last year. I loved it. You know, seeing all this weird shit from serial killers and just crazy stuff like that. Oh, you went I- to Alcatraz? I- no, it's uh, Alcatraz Museum. Um It's it's uh in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Do you? Okay, can you, oh do you travel a lot to go to these paranormal
0: like places or anything like that that you ever hear about? Like do you actually find that fun? Like I want to go on a paranormal trip. My buddy's a paranormal investigator and he lives in PA, so he's not too far from me. But they go to all these conventions and actually haunted houses and spend the night there. And I was like, damn, I actually might want to go to one of these one time.
1: Well, we, we don't have to travel far, fortunately. Like, um like that that museum is uh, two and a half hours away maybe two depending on how fast you drive or if you take the back way um there's a paranormal museum 35 minutes from me like where you can go and walk around look at all kinds of weird shit like i don't know it's and haunted houses in the in this area and i guess it's all around the south there's this common theme where you find these old victorian houses at crossroads everywhere it's kind of strange like there's one in my hometown that's called the chestnut house and they've opened it up recently as a paranormal investigation place and stuff it's kind of strange how it happens the very first intro of wearing the folk you can see an old victorian style house with a bunch of vultures on the roof that's actually a picture i took of one like i didn't Edited or anything i just make black and
0: white i'm not afraid of ghosts but i'm still not going to say bloody mary five times in a mirror oh, with the lights off
1: i no! not i was watching south park the other day and they was doing um, a bloody mary type thing on one of their episodes but it was biggie smalls i thought about doing that one <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you say biggie smalls three times and he appears
0: <laughs> i do i think that's a bucket list thing for me is to go on one of these paranormal things i watch my buddy's videos and i've had him on the show like show some of the footage that they got there is some stuff and he doesn't add anything in there and that's why i say you can tr- like independent journalism is probably the most trustworthy the people that don't have giant shows that aren't produced like that are the people that you should really go towards so it's like that's probably something maybe more believable than what you would see on x files or something like that because you got to think you're getting spending what two million dollars to go do a paranormal show or something like that, and you spend all this money on one trip, it's day six. You're there for seven days. If you ain't getting anything by day six, somebody's putting on a fucking sheet and cutting some holes in it, and they're going to fucking try and find some shit.
1: Well, the sweet thing about where I live, we live in like an epicenter of strange haunted areas. Like the Bell Witch Cave, for instance, is like two and a half, three hours away from me. Um, let's see. There's a graveyard in Elizabethtown. Kentucky it's about an hour and a half away they have sightings during the day there all the time and like there's a certain gravestone that moves and everything like it's all kinds of crazy shit there's another place in Pikeville that I've actually been to is a woman that was buried alive and her gravestone is a life size statue of her and they say every once in a while the gravestone will turn and face the hotel where she lived I've been there like, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. We're actually getting ready to start doing like paranormal investigations like that. We're just getting the equipment together right now. That's interesting. We, we used to do them all the time when we were kids, but you know, back then we didn't have YouTube and stuff. We just did it to be doing it. Do you get asked to be on a lot of shows? No, not really. Okay. Um, I've been asked to be on a couple. I just don't go on
0: them. You're very open and speaking about all, at least on mine. I don't remember us ever hesitating to talk. The very first time we talked a long time ago. Very first time.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. No, I never. I don't have any issues of going on anybody's shows, but there's some that I just don't have time. Like uh, like us, we usually have to do it on the weekend because work <laughs> you still make the time for me. Though we end up talking for like three hours most of the time. <laughs>
0: I don't do shows, and I've been asked recently to be on a lot of very like the sixth floor museum, which is the book depository building. Um, they wanted to interview me, and then uh, I've been asked to be on a JFK podcast, couple of JFK podcasts, and then I think recently I was asked to be on a. Government show, not a government like funded show, but a very conspiracy like it's a by this publishing company that does is hosted by a guest I had on. um He wanted to have me on there and wanted the lineups with like some top names and things that I just don't have anything to offer. Um, mostly because I can only like I can tell you stuff that I've learned and things, but I just don't. I'm not an expert. I mean, I'm definitely more classified. Like I'd call, them, I think a lot of people would consider me a historian on certain subjects, but I just. For me, I'm just not the type to be on an interview platform like that and try and do it like that.
1: Well, I mean, find the ones that you think you would want to. Like, you're a great conversationalist. Like, you'd be good on anything, really. I'm, I'm, I would suggest doing it. Why not?
0: <laughs> I just like, I like, um, like, when I do, like, for me, like, if you're, if, you, if you're an interview person, I'm not an interview person, but I just like the buildup that a lot of people don't like. Like, people just want the facts. They want, like, not, well, I mean, not the facts. I mean, they just want the, the things that they've already confined anywhere else. I don't want that. I want the other stuff. Like, what was it like when someone called you up to go to their house to go interview them about this? That's what I like. Like the background stuff behind stuff. Like I forgot I was listening or I was talking to someone he's probably when we're recording this, he's the the, the newest episode. He's third Oh no, four, 1470. So he went and interviewed Margaret Oswald and got to know her personally. And then he also interviewed Jesse Curry, who was the police detective that was in Dallas police when the Kennedy assassination happened. Now, the inter- interesting part about that one, and this brings up a wait for the Oswald scenario, which is a lot of people said that Oswald was on the second floor drinking a Coke. That's kind of how the official story is after running down four flights of stairs, after taking the shots within 30 seconds, he did that and was out, wasn't out of breath or anything. Um, but then some people believe that he was on the, the front. Like the first floor, and that's what makes the picture of him on the steps. Which everyone either says Bill Love Lady. I'm I'm very agnostic on that. I don't think it was him, but I I just this this is a controversial subject. But when this guy talked about interviewing Jesse Curry, Jesse Curry tells him to turn off his tape recorder, and then he goes, "Did you ever have doubts about Oswald being a lone killer?" He goes, "The moment I had doubts about Oswald being a lone killer was when the second time they brought him into the interrogation room." And they say, like, you know, Oswald tells them that I was on the second floor or no first floor. And you can tell because there were two African-American w- women there and they saw me there. So they go and interview the two African-American women, which I don't think it, think that guy was telling me his memory might a little bit a little hazy. There were two African-American people there, but they weren't women. They were guys. And um, so it starts to make a lot of sense what he's telling me. But you got to remember, this guy interviewed him when he was in his 20s. And when I when I talked to him, he was in the 70s. So it's like it's something, you know, this was back like way a long time for him to remember this. But he goes when Jesse Curry was standing in there in the interrogation room, they go, we we talked to those two people and they said they never saw you there. He said at that moment, Oswald stood up and said, then how did I know they were in there? Yeah, exactly. And Jesse and Jesse Curry, the police detective, said he had doubts ever since that day when Oswald said that. And it was like, so you get a guy like that and I get goosebumps talking about it. But for me, that was like a big thing where I was like, holy, he's right. But then also learning about Margaret Oswald, I mean, every reporter put her through the fucking ringer, either called her crazy. David Lifton, a bunch of people that are well-recognized, like best evidence, the autopsy stuff really didn't. I mean, they kind of used her and she might've been a little unstable, but you got to think she was a mother who just lost her kid. And not only that, but didn't get to see Marina as much, didn't get to see the grandbabies as much. You know, she was lost her job. She was a nurse. She had to retire on a measly little bit of money where she still needed work. So it's like she had been through so much and watching all this and people just drag her son's name through the thing. That's what I get is the empathy factor. You know, I don't look at this as a profit thing of making money off of, you know, understanding or interviewing people about the assassination i look at it like i would like to get some truth i mean if you did blacklist someone through history i would like to understand um you know at least the facts of the matter and i think now we know that he wasn't just a lonely loser type he happened to be associated and connected to a bunch of things
1: well it's one of those things too like um there's a guy ranted i'm sorry no you're good there's a guy that we talked to um, named darren schaefer he he's on a podcast called the The cooper vortex um all he talks about is db cooper we've talked to him twice and every time we end up with do you ever think we're going to know and it's the same thing with the jfk stuff he's like no (laughs) we'll never know for sure anything of what's happened there's just so much out there about everything like uh, When I was a kid, I heard a conspiracy that JFK was murdered by, you know, aliens because he was. That's the big thing right now. That's trending right now. Some
0: dude who has like who was on Alex Jones's show who runs his own show. Um, had put up an interview that he did with a guy who's on these JFK forums, and I've seen some of his work. I don't necessarily believe it, but is that was JFK about to release things about aliens, and that's why he was killed?
1: Is that really? Is that really? There, so there's documents on <laughs> the
0: JFK was interested in understanding what the UFO stuff was doing. But if you really want a president who was doing a lot when it came to like the conspiracy UFO stuff, that's Reagan for you. Ronald Reagan established a whole uh, project based on trying to understand what these foreign phenomena were. JFK just had a couple documents on it. But if you wanted to pick the number of things that could have been a possible reason why JFK was killed, take your fucking pick. Marilyn Monroe stuff, anything like that. And I mean, look, JFK did LSD in the White House. There are girls and secret lovers of JFK that aren't really secret, but those girls happen to die as well, too. Um So the number of suspicious people that did die after the assassination, I mean, a dude got throat chopped while stepping out of the shower, and that's the official cause of death. So if you tell me that's a mob hit, I'm going to tell you, I don't know a mob person that just knows how to chop somebody in the throat and kill them. Death by curly chop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like, I don't know, JFK too. Like I kind of forgive his drug illicit drug habits because he was constantly in pain.
0: I don't think he was using it for pain, but he was just an experimental person. I think it shows I mean, like it's not they can use drugs as a slander thing for him, but I mean, he was just a little bit more like I said, when it comes experimental, I mean, if you everyone's taking LSD back then, why don't you just try it before you start saying that we need to ban this and make this the most and the government ends up buying it all and then using it to experiment on people with? So it's
1: like that's how we get MK Ultra. Yeah, that's exactly how MK Ultra started. They were giving it to like housewives to see what would happen, like just randomly, like, hey, take well, it. they were
0: dressing up as hippies and drugging random people.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Like, and you you gotta think about everything that they did that's came out to be true. Like the Gulf of Tonkin was true. Ah, uh, the Tuskegee experiments. Um,
0: they I mean that's look up. Ah, uh, just what there's been. An I, I had a guy on a reporter for the New York Post on about this because he wrote a book on it called Acres of Skin. This is a real law thing you can look up. I actually clipped it and put it on my TikTok as well, too. Um, but just look up uh, pharmaceutical companies and uh, prisoners. There's been unspoken agreements between people testing their pharmaceutical co- uh, companies, have been testing their products on prisoners. Uh 24-year-old who used an experimental toothpaste and all his teeth fell out after a matter of six months.
1: Yeah. So, I'm cutting off
0: skin of people and spraying your perfume
1: on it to see if it would corrode the skin. Like that's an issue <laughs> as well, too. it's amazing what we actually do as a human race just to try to figure things out like when it comes to that that stuff's horrific but i kind of get where they're coming from but why do it like that you know what i mean we could pay these people but you know
0: what they do they find people that we devalue as society prisoners are the first example but that's the issue right now if we continue to devalue everyone on their opinions, their political beliefs, and it just becomes this place of devaluing and calling people conspiracy theorists and nut jobs, and then isolating ourselves even more. What happens if a van comes and picks up your neighbor? Are you
1: going to give a shit? No. I think I actually seen that the other day. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, there, apparently, though, there's a lot of that happening around here, like people getting randomly picked up like for sex trafficking and stuff.
0: That's a big issue as well too. They just posted a video. I think it was in Thailand or China, but they pulled over a truck, and the truck had crates, and inside those crates were kids, and those kids were on ice. They were literally alive but sedated and on ice, and it was an organ harvesting thing that was going on.
1: That's so. That's so horrible, man. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it to the point. I don't see how somebody could do that to another person at all. Why don't you understand that? I just don't understand what kind of mindset you have to be able to do that. Like how, how do you get to a point to where you have the mind to where that's fine? There's no issues with that. Alcohol helps. I mean, I, I used to do my f- fair share of drinking. I never thought about harvesting organs. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure it doesn't it doesn't start easy for anybody, but I'm pretty sure after a while they become so normal. It's like mob people. You ever hear mob people talk about how they kill people? They talk about it like they're servicemen talking about the number of people they killed defending their country.
1: True. True. I guess I could get that. And I guess if you throw Hundreds of thousands of dollars in the mix and greed overtakes and then probably makes it a little smoother. Have you looked up what your organs are worth? My organs are not worth shit. Um, Your organs are worth something.
0: (laughs) A standard cost for eyes, even if they're good or bad vision, is like $32,000 per eye. A testicle is like $400,000. I'd give up a testicle. Just one testicle. I'd give up both of them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, this is like, if you look at the organ, like the the list is like crazy. Someone had put it on like one of those Reddits or something that I was looking at. I was like, is this real? There's actually a standard thing of like when they're teaching about organ trafficking, they talk about why these certain organs are always taken and most likely looked at because of the cost of those things.
1: Wow. I'd give up my left eye and a testicle. Yeah, for sure. Would you replace <laughs>
0: them both? Like switch them out? Have a testicle for an eye?
1: <laughs> That'd be funny. wouldn't? No, I can't see shit on my left eye. They didn't have it, <laughs> like, but um, I'm getting ready to be 40 years old too, you know, and so I ain't gonna need the bottom part either for a little much longer probably.
0: What are you talking about? You can still have kids when you're
1: 72. Look at Robert De Niro. <laughs> I don't know, but like um, there's a there's a place in or in uh, in uh, where I come from in Or Oneida, and they have a little club called the DPS Society. It's the Dead Pecker Society. <laughs> i'm i'm hoping to join them one day bunch of ken dolls over there (laughs) pretty much just a bunch of old men sitting around a campfire hating life. (laughs) but i want to ask you about this because i don't think this was a thing last time we talked what about them wanting to reanimate these mammoths in siberia mammoths yeah oh that article came out a long time ago man it's like five years old well now they're actually working toward it's it. Called and, the Praetorian Park or whatever they called it. Yeah. yeah. They're actually working toward it now and they've actually started trying to make lab grown mammoth meat for consumption. Ooh. Why does it always go to food? Because we're hungry people, you know, Praetorial. You got really Dude,
0: space. if you look at NASA's budget, it's like 42 or 46 billion dollars a year. And and we're only I think I looked at it last it was like 46 billion and that was only 8 months in. So they're still getting more, but I go, we could have solved homelessness and starvation. Yeah,
1: Well, NASA is the biggest money laundering thing, like corporation I've ever heard of. Like if you want to give somebody, I'll say $500,000 to kill somebody, you go to NASA and you buy a toilet seat from Walmart for $20 and say, oh, this cost us $500,000, $500,000 and $20, you know.
0: That was a movie. I forgot what movie that was. Independence Day. Independence Day. Is that real? The I'm... father said something when he walked in the UFO hangar and they had the UFO ship there before they got in. And he's like, What do you think that NASA was just spending all this money
1: on toilet seats? <laughs> but that's true. Like even wrenches and stuff. Like they, I think I read one time they spent $8,000 on a four way screwdriver. Like <laughs> reanimating
0: things from the dead. I'm Are not. Re- Or old prehistoric things. Would you think the people would accept it as regular? Like, as it was accepted if it was just natural birth?
1: Or do you think people would be hesitant? I I feel like people would be hesitant about it. I'm not really for it, honestly. Like, it'd be cool to see, I guess. I don't see, like, the implications of, like, an animal, I guess. Like, I'd be more worried about recreating plant life. Like, pulling old seeds and growing that now. Just because it could be like a invasive type of plant life, kind of like kutsu in a way. It depends. Are we talking
0: about like, obviously, there's two questions here. There's a line of reanimating prehistoric things like dinosaurs. But what happens if we just reanimate things that have just recently became extinct? Eventually, if we, there's no more polar bears, would you be okay with reanimating a polar bear? Because you know what that is you experienced, it at least in your lifetime, It was alive.
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not very fond of polar bears. I hear they're very aggressive. Damn so. right they are.
0: <laughs> they look cute, splattered in seal blood, don't they?
1: Yeah, like, but you know, they're they're one that's going to actually just convert into uh, crossbreeding. Um, they're just going to keep breeding with with grizzly bears and just be bigger and aggressive, more aggressive. Yeah, you know, these grizzly bears that they're huge they're massive, and they're aggressive as shit. That's basically what's going to happen to polar bears. I think that's going to happen with a lot of things. It's kind of like the lemur or whatever from uh, the Dynamite, whatever his name was, Napoleon Dynamite.
0: The only issue I have with that is, is that I know in the beginning we'll be hesitant to it, be like, oh, it's not a real animal because we just recreated it. But I'm like, yeah, but doesn't that open up the door? Like eventually those people that would believe that way are either going to change their opinions or they're going to die. Because they just die off, and then future generations are going to be looking at it like, "Oh, this is how this is." These are just they're they're norm- they're going to be normalized to it, and then eventually, does that lead into humans being bred that way?
1: Well, I mean, it, it's a difference on does birth matter? You know, does like growing something within a living cre- human actually matter, or can it be created in lab, and will it be the same thing like with humans? There's always been, like going back to the soul, there's always been a thought that, you know, the way we get our souls is that we grow within a body and then we're pushed out and part of their soul becomes our soul and it grows. So if you're creating a lab, would you have a soul or would you just have a bunch of NPCs walking around, which I feel like we have a bunch of NPCs walking around anyway. So I just
0: don't think people have their fucking brains on half the time. Um, but no, artificial wombs are real. I mean, if you can use the egg and then the whatever cells from the father as well too, then you can still have the, baby like a normal person but it's just we would not have to see that's a controversial subject but that's also one where i'm like i don't know where i would stand because if you can have a person not go through nine months of change and then agonizing pain at the ending of it and then just to get this baby i'm like what happens to all the people that could be saved from dying at giving birth you know what i mean like i, I would have to bring that like there's a number of people out there i have uh you know known people in my life that have lost a loved one from giving birth so it was like I think they'd still like their partner to be around with them.
1: That's fair. And, you know, another thing about it that could be potentially seen as a good thing eventually is it could remove any kind of defect, too. That's the issue, though.
0: There's always the overstep, which is the fact that once you start eliminating issues, people go, what would you like to add? What can I do? You want your son to be really good at basketball? Sure. Want your son (laughs) to be like seven feet tall? Sure. Want your son to have a size 15 shoe? Sure. And it's just like, eventually, you start going, blue
1: eyes? Yeah! And then next you know you have this whole, starts turning into eugenics. That's exactly what it's going to be. If they ever start doing it, it's going to be eugenics, for they sure. Have to, they have to
0: offer up, like, uh, if you get one thing, you have to take something away. So, he's going to be really funny, but he's going to, he's going to have one eye. It's like, damn, do you want that? I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I'm going to have a pirate for a son. He's going to be funny as
1: shit, but he's going to be one-eyed. What if what if that's the afterlife, like in the reincarnation, or like you're allowed to pick some attributes and you kind of gotta go through it like a D and D sheet? Like you want, you get so many points that you can apply to certain things. The only attribute I
0: want is to be able to eat as much ice cream as I want and have endless ice cream and never gain weight. I want that's fun. my heaven. I'll sit there <laughs> watching a sunrise over and over again, just eating a bucket of Ben and Jerry's.
1: Mine, mine would be. I would want to remember everything I read like verbatim what
0: yeah like what's your idea of heaven i don't know what heaven is what are you conceptualizing as heaven is anything you could possibly want
1: like uh, i really just would like to be able to remember everything you know what i mean like everything i've ever read essentially like i have trouble remembering names like the older i get the less i remember you know what i mean but i changed my name at the bottom so you can't look and see what my name is no, I remember your name. I got it pulled up right here. <laughs> I'm about to say
0: the guitar player just died. So, <laughs> what was that? The guitar player. Who's that? Robbie Robertson. Oh, I don't even know who that is. That's about to say that's a, he's a famous guitar player, just recently passed away. But my whole life, so my name is Robbie Robertson. I'm like, are you related to the guitar player? Dude, the number of people that sent me a message when he passed away.
1: Wow. I
0: some people with dark humor, they're like, There can only be one. And then some people that would <laughs> message me and saying, Oh my God, so sorry to hear. And I'm like, Oh, what? like, why? It doesn't,
1: it's not me. I don't know. Like, uh, that's a, that's a, an idea have you ever watched that movie One with Jet Lee? I have the feeling that that might be something accurate. In that movie, there's alternate dimensions and he goes through all these alternate dimensions, like killing his replica, like himself and these other dimensions. And each time he kills one, he gets stronger. Do you think that that might be a thing? Like, I, I have not. a, I have a theory that like deja vu, whenever that occurs, is like um basically a situ a time and place when an alternate you pass away. It's not a theory. It was in Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah, the new Doctor Strange that came out. I, I haven't that,
0: watched. That's what they. That's what they said that when um whenever you die in your dream, it's because it's a, a alternate universe self of yours. It's you're experiencing that. A last few minutes
1: in the dream. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I'm, I'm, it's a I'm, good theory.
0: I mean, it could be possible to scare the shit out of me. I haven't watched that. Anymore. I don't dream that much though. So there must be like, I must be a rare thing in alternate universes.
1: I don't dream much anymore either, but the, you know, they always say that even though you can't remember them, you still dream. I I feel like I don't. Do you have that feeling? I don't. I don't think that's true, though. I don't think
0: you re- you dream every single time. Oh, like right. I like for me, I don't hit my third REM cycle because of my ADHD. So it's a reason why I never get hangovers. Um, I don't actually hit my full resting sleep mode. I just have an unnatural REM cycle. Now that's a very small portion of the population. I think it's like 0.001% of the population has that. So it's still like undetermined if I even have that I have to go in for sleep tests on it, but I've explained it to sleep scientists and they've like said like, that's will be, that would be rare if you had that. There's nobody, basically there's like four people on the planet that have that. But I just think my ADHD, I only like when I sleep, it feels like eight years, but I'm only sleep like 20 minutes sometimes. So I don't ever really dream, but I've explained dreams on the show before that have been super intense. So if that's a real thing, a theory that that's an alternate dimension to me, I feel so fucking bad for whatever that alternate dimension is going through because those dreams are insane, man. That's wild.
1: I don't know. Like I, I I don't sleep a lot either. Like I sleep maybe four, four hours a night. Um, but like I don't, I don't recall dreams much either. Um, the one I have reoccurring dreams though when I do have them. Um, one of them is just me stuck in a house, and there's, like, somebody in the house trying to kill me, but the house is floating down a river.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. You're I'll... being
0: killed and worried about flooding issues. That fucking
1: sucks. Yeah. Wait, who's trying to kill you? I have no idea. I don't know who it is. Okay. I just have this four boat. I just have this feeling that there's somebody in the house, and I keep going into different rooms, just narrowly avoiding them every time.
0: Damn! So it's like the constant fear of you're about to be attacked, but then you just escape, and then you're safe, and then it comes back to fear again.
1: Yeah, but there's nowhere to go because you're floating down a massive raging river. Essentially, I want to meet the people that have the most positive
0: dreams. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing with your life to make sure you get the positive ones? Every time I get one, it's like a nightmare.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how I am. Um, I do have another one where, like, I'm in like a place where the sky is always like orange, like tangerine, and like the houses are like. Little look like little white bullets, like like, little white dome type things everywhere. What was the bad part about that dream? There's nothing bad about it. I'm just that's the other Uh, one. I've only had two. That's recurring since I've been a little kid, and that's one of them. I don't know. Do you ever try and look into what that means? I'm scared too. It's kind of like um, we talk to a lot of mystics and stuff, and I'm always terrified because they're always like, "I see your aura as this," you know, and I'm always scared to want to come to me. And be like, I see your aura is this. They haven't yet. Uh, We did have one person that was on a message and I was like, I see colors and I see green and black around you. What does that mean? Have you had, what have you been thinking about? And I just didn't respond. I was like, <laughs> 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 I, was like I don't really want to know. <laughs> have you ever got your tarot cards read? Yeah, my buddy reads tarot cards. And like when he's halfway through it and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, that's funny. I've had mine read twice on air before really you yeah know, i'm not down for it like I'm, I'm i'm better off not knowing how bad of a person or what how happens bad. what's the worst that's gonna happen you die no i just don't want to <laughs> I, I always
0: get like they're like you got the death card i was like great does that mean it's gonna happen soon they're like no it just means an ending to something bad or something around you i'm like so like what
1: yeah like
0: what's an ending to the
1: whole thing that's, a, that's a, i have had the death card drawn before and i'm like great <laughs> all, he also said i was going to meet the love of my life and then i was
0: going to lose her and i was like wait why i was like you just said she's everything i could possibly want he's like yeah but you're going to lose her i'm like but why what what, what happens what's the one thing is you break up with her i was like why would i break up with this girl and he described her i was like she's perfect why would i do it and she had like a boston accent i was like that's what i want is a girl with a boston accent hell yeah um I love it. Just if I piss her off, it's going to be even better because I love it when they start talking like that. and They get all angry. But um, he goes, yeah, you lose her. I go, why? I go, there's literally nothing in the world that would make me break up with someone like this. And then like as as I finished that, he goes, she was a white supremacist. And I was like, oh, that'll do it. That'll 100% do it. 100% I'm not doing that one. No way, Jose. Is that pretty prevalent in Boston? I don't think so. I don't know why he tossed it out there, but it was definitely my, that's like my one red flag.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty big one. I don't know that
0: like she could fucking spit on puppies that still (laughs) the white supremacy one gets me
1: that's something crazy isn't it like we was watching the movie yesterday where um it's called the wrath of Becky if you ever watched the original Becky there's a sequel in the movie a dog comes out and gets hit with a baseball bat I felt horrible I was like oh my god that poor dog Three minutes later, a person gets shot in the head, and I was like, all right. You know, like, I didn't care yeah. at all. <laughs> What is that? Like, wh- what has caused, caused that kind of desensitization? Well, it'd be different if a kid got shot. Yeah. If it's if, a kid, animals. It's because they can't defend themselves.
0: Hmm. When you look at an adult, you kind of look at it different. Even though we're all just babies that grew up. Yeah. Where We just – we look at each other different. Like if we don't have a connection with someone, we see a grown man get shot in a story like, oh, holy shit. I'm going to like this and share this video. Maybe he shit himself. That's what you'll say on the video. But like if you look at like a kid getting shot or something like that, you get – it's. I mean it's horrible. And it's just like it brings out a certain emotion to you because there is this – not. I wouldn't say it's a parental thing inside of us. But there is a defensive thing inside of us that it's about – and we've been taught by that through society of protecting. You protect elderly people. You protect – you know this type of stuff that's usually ingrained in a lot of people's minds well the um, person
1: that got shot was a uh, old woman yeah okay I don't, <laughs> I don't know
0: i feel like we just have different reactions when it's kids and when it's dogs and like yeah if you see a
1: cat get killed you just kind of go eh. <laughs> <laughs> is it because they're so wild and can Because most
0: some for some reason every single movie that makes you cry happens to be a dog movie, and every single thing that happens to be a a kind of fear and scary happens to be doing something with kids. That's weird. Society has ingrained that into your system.
1: Uh, It's so strange to me how that works. Because I felt true emotion when the dog the dog didn't even die; like it just got hit with a bat. Have you ever cried on a movie? (laughs) I have. What, Mister Mister Holland's Opus? What? Mr. Holland's Opus. What is that? Um, It's just a movie about this guy that was a musician, but he turned into a band teacher. Huh. So, it's a pretty good one. What made um, you cry about it? It's just sad and emotional. You know? okay. <laughs> I, I
0: almost cried at Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. It's a tear jerk a couple of times.
1: I haven't watched many movies recently. The uh, Wrath of Becky is the first one I've watched in a long time. I watched it last night. Um,
0: I had to stop watching the St. Jude's ads cuz they were making me tear
1: up. I am Sam. That one gets. Seen that one. Uh, my girl. That one's sad. That one. Really? Marley and me? Marley and me. Yeah, that's horribly sad. Jesus. Oh my god. Fucking Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson, even with his fucked up face.
0: <laughs> he made a he made some bank off that though, the broken nose. Yeah. Oh
1: wow. Let's see. Um, there's all kinds of those movies. Uh, as a bow, so below. No, I'm joking about that one. If you could,
0: know. if you could recreate a movie, like they let you like relive it, what movie would you want to do? The Titanic.
1: <laughs> like and be on the Titanic. Do I, do I get on one of the lifeboats? I'm pretty. I'm do you pretty. Want to get on the lifeboat? I wouldn't. I'd be freezing. I'd be like, just fucking end it. I'm pretty woke. I feel like um everybody's equal, so I'll definitely go on one of the lifeboats before a woman. Would, like. oh, um, I don't know. Like, I definitely would
0: not want to do a Titanic. That's uh, when everyone who is woke would be like, "Fuck that!" Especially if you're like a woman or a child, you'd be like, "Hold on a second, I don't like the woke stuff now." Exactly. For me, I would just be like, I don't know. I mean, if we can all fit on it, great. But if also I look at my life compared to someone else's, I kind of go, you know what? You guys go. You guys got a little bit more promise than I do. I'm about two bad jokes away from an overdose in a fucking alley.
1: (laughs) 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 I think Grandma's Boy. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah, because you work at a game in place. You just run code all day and fix errors in games. I hate your face. (laughs) (laughs) That guy had the best role in that. Him and Dodgeball were
0: those two movies were like the perfect thing for his casting.
1: I do love Dodgeballs. Dodgeball. Um, another Ben Stiller movie I really love. Have you ever watched Heavyweights? Yeah, where he's a fitness trainer. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being in heavyweights, being one of those fat kids running around, <laughs> doing stuff. You know, that's uh,
0: where I think society went downhill is when we started doing a uh, celebrity rehab, and then the the world's biggest loser. We just profitized off people's
1: pain. Well, reality TV in general, I think, has helped with a steady decline. I swear I watched Idiocracy again not too long ago. Um, and I was like, man, it feels like we're headed directly that way. Everybody's wearing crocs now. Like. Did
0: the one of the one of the guys in the the presidential White House in Idiocracy, he reminds me of Ron Jeremy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um he's the uh, president, he's the secretary of uh, defense. It might have been defense. Yeah, I think it was defense. Yeah. But think about that, like in that movie, everybody's wearing Crocs. Do you own a pair of Crocs right now? No, I don't want a fucking pair of Crocs. until like 12 years old. I I own a pair. I wear them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then you got to think of like the people, like I've run into people that just don't know anything. Like I, I talked to somebody the other day that didn't realize the North and South had a war and called the what? Civil War. When? this was about two or three weeks ago. It was one of they had the... a war two or three weeks ago? Um oh no, that I'm talking about
0: exactly.
1: like Civil War. I know, I know. I've talked to people that Civil thought... Wars with Japan, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I've talked to people that thought Hawaii was off the coast of California, like you can see Hawaii from California.
0: I mean, it's really off the coast. <laughs> <laughs> really off the coast, kinda damn near Alaska.
1: And I'm like, I was talking to a girl at work one time, this has been years ago, and I was like, she's like, I want to go Hawaii, I was like, I just don't feel like flying that far, she's like, well, you could take a boat to Hawaii, I was like, I guess you could, (laughs) like, it'd take forever, she's like, it's just right off the coast of California, I was like, what do you
0: think it is, being in Hawaii, and be like, how did we get cars here, (laughs) yeah, oh, Hawaii, speaking of, have you seen me fire
1: Yeah, Maui. Yeah. I have family down there. So are they seeing like, are they seeing like any beams of light causing the fires? Mm -hmm. There's videos everywhere of that. I think everybody's more worried about their homes being destroyed. I guarantee it, man. It's burning cars and everything. Like, what's happening?
0: I don't think it's conspiracy stuff, but definitely something happened. I mean, that whole island is—it's—it's it's all so jam packed together too, and it's nothing but brush. If you had a fire, it'd be a really big issue. We just gotta pray to God it doesn't. I mean, it's horrible for those people out there. I hope everyone's okay, but pray to God also that the Dole plantation doesn't get hit. What's that? The pineapples. Oh, you know how long it takes to grow a pineapple? How long? Forty-eight months. Wow. Yeah. That's
1: so we won't have any pineapples?
0: So they have fields upon, I mean, just miles and miles of just pineapples, 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 because it takes so long to grow them. So like one field's one year of pineapple, and they do all that. But Dole Plantation, I mean, that's Bob Dole. So that's the big Rockefeller-connected government guy, if you really want to get conspiratorial about the stuff he's connected to. He's like the another Canadian Clinton family. family
1: yeah and the Canadian fires impacted us here. Did you get anything out where you're at? Yeah, we got a lot of smoke. That was crazy. That was nuts. It impacted us here. like I walked out one day. I was like, man, it's foggy. and I think it, it impacted just, everywhere. That's crazy. I wonder how that even happened. like there's been massive fires up there before. like well, this was like every
0: single like it looked like I think someone put up a video of all of them catching. At once, like it all looked like it all started at the same time. It was like, How the fuck did that happen?
1: That is kind of strange. I've seen that as well. Like, I don't know the truth behind this, but I've seen helicopters dropping fire. Now, that my friends that are in, within the conspiracy community are like, See, they're starting fires. I was like, Well, they could try to be back burning too. Like, that's the thing people do. Yeah. Like, they could just be dropping it here, trying to burn it back into the fire to keep it from burning more. But it's really strange. that I've watched that video, too. Like, they had the Cylon images of it, like, showing different smoke popping up everywhere. I don't know. That, but to see it impact so hard down here was crazy. Like, I've never seen anything like that. Imagine when Yellowstone goes off. That's, gonna That's be like saying Beetlejuice. What the fuck's wrong with you? Knock on wood. I don't know. There's a thought, though, that they might be trying to set off a volcanoes in Hawaii with those energy weapons.
0: I don't know about that, but I think there's a lot of stuff that's called pre-mediated stuff that's happening, which throughout the government history, like COINTELPRO is a good example. If you know what COINTELPRO is, Um, the FBI was invading radical groups like the Black Panther Party. A lot of people think it's just systemic racism. They're like, oh, they're going and invading Black Panther Party. They're making them seem crazy. It is a little bit of that, but it's also they invaded the KKK. They invaded a bunch of things. They were really trying to stop groups that were going to be a threat overall to government power or with the way the direction the government was going. And at this time, it was J. J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. So if you look at what they were doing, everything was seen as like this is going to be a problem a month from now. This is going to be a problem two months from now, so we should stop it now. And all the actions that they took were very drastic and horrible because they thought of this being a future problem to their threats or – groups of power so if you look at volcanoes for instance you know it's going to go off you just know a time period of between this time and this time it's going to go off would it be better if we can just have it go off now before it builds up and becomes this big thing to them that's the most beneficial option yeah so if they don't have the technology to solve it now which surprisingly we don't have anything that really alerts us when a volcano is going to happen we have i've talked to a volcanologist who says like i watch this thing every day and to see she's in hawaii but she was, go, I watch this thing every day to see if something's going to happen or when it's going to occur. But, you know, one day I'm gonna have to tell all these people they have to get up out of their homes and move when these things start going, you know, everything starts going down. And a lot of people will not move. I've been here 40 years, nothing's ever happens. That's what they'll say. So it's like, we can measure when it when it's about to happen within like a day of the day, but we don't have anything to stop it when it happens. Our, our natural disaster um, least preemptive attacks are just non-existent we don't have anything to stop tsunamis we don't have anything to stop earthquakes we don't have anything to stop floods
1: that's true and i don't know like there's a thing about disasters like um where i grew up there was a gas well exploded dry across from my house and they were afraid that it was going to blow up the whole mountainside and people just would not go anywhere it was like yeah we'll see what happens you know I don't know what that, 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 that kind of mindset's weird to me. Like when I, when it happened, I was like, we gotta get the hell out of here. Like we gotta go somewhere. And my dad's like, ah, it'd be all right. (laughs) That's how
0: my grandpa was. When I think that giant hurricane came like seven, eight years ago, I had to be in middle school. So it had to be a lot longer than that. Probably 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I think it was, it was hurricane Sandy. Was it hurricane Sandy? Another one really tore up like they shut down my whole town everyone had to evacuate and everything like that but my mom just grabbed me grabbed my grandma, and grabbed like my brother and everybody and went all the way up to um pennsylvania which is like four hours away that's nothing but mountains so we were away from the coast where it was going to do the impact and my grandpa was like i'm gonna stay here because i got work in the morning and it's like (laughs) i was like god i want to fucking do that i don't even know why i went i guess it was a reason to not have to like i don't know deal with it go up to pennsylvania i guess we stayed at a hotel that we usually stayed at um when we went snowboarding up there so i was like oh there's a pizza spot there i want to go have that pizza again it's been a while so i was like maybe i'll just go with them." um my grandpa stayed and then my dad stayed is the only person that stayed in ocean city with some local business owners and he stayed on the radio the whole time um yeah my dad got a number of gift certificates and cards and stuff like that free meals to all these restaurants down here because nobody stayed everyone evacuated the the whole first floor of everything flooded my dad had to park his car on the fifth floor of a parking garage and he just slept in the radio studio I stayed on the radio for everybody and
1: everybody was so appreciative of it, which is pretty cool
0: but that's shit i would do too
1: yeah why not i oh, don't know man and the disasters that's happening now are just getting worse and worse like when we had our windstorms here i've never experienced anything like that like I'm a pretty big fella, and I'd walk outside, and it'd about knock me over. It's crazy. Like we's getting. You just gotta up. get
0: some furniture that goes up and fucking down, like Robin Williams says. Get some styrofoam shit.
1: <laughs> it is well. I don't know, but uh, this world, this world we live in, is getting crazy, man. I don't know.
0: Just don't blame it on the climate. That's making it even worse. And throwing paint on a painting's not making making anything better.
1: No, no, I, I don't really climate change yeah um climate change happens it's happened since the beginning of time. yeah like i'm i'm sure we have a little bit to do with certain aspects of it like pollution definitely has you know impact on the earth like microplastics are everywhere at this point like in a thousand I- years I think I just
0: don't believe the people that said that they're trying to stop it and that advocate for stopping climate change by trying renewables. They're not doing anything to really change anything. They're just fucking saying it and hoping people go, okay, I'll still buy your product.
1: Yeah, I'm like, well, we drive electric cars that we have to charge at these charging stations that's ran off the electrical grid, which is ran off coal like you know like a good job it's like the whole like
0: the whole lgbtq movement thing like all the companies that switch their profile pictures to rainbow flags do you believe that shit like i don't believe them for a minute they just want to make sure they don't lose you as a customer chick-fil-a stood strong though they're like we're no we're staying by our
1: old christian ways tell you that much and you're still
0: gonna buy our chicken sandwiches
1: my thing about that is they're doing it at a point now to where i think Most people are pretty accepting, like, it's something that I don't even, I don't even, when I see somebody that lives an alternate lifestyle, then I I don't really even think about it.
0: Yeah, nobody, nobody does. And the issue is, is that when these corporations start, like, putting it on their front page, and it's like, just be a business. You don't even have to acknowledge anything. Nobody's acknowledging anything. We're just kind of living our lives because everyone's already in a shitty situation. So nobody's going to be, I mean, sure there's people out there that are trying to stop some of it. I see most of the skeptics, all those people that are like, uh, say that they're truth people and they try and debunk everything. There's all of them are anti-trans, every single one of them. And I'm like, where's the trans movement? Get on these people. Stop dealing with all the, these people are the
1: debunkers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, even when it comes to the trans community, like, uh. Do you do you you know do you like I forget the complain but do you boo I guess it was Cat Williams I don't care like I've got my own things going on you're a person you got your own things going on who who cares it shouldn't even be a thing people's like and you, everybody's acting like it's a new thing it's really not like people in Rome like men dressed as women in Rome because it was more comfortable like it.
0: You just got to be careful because there were also King's fucking 13-year-old dolls back in the day, so be careful with that one.
1: Well, I mean, I don't agree with that at all. However, in this area where I grew up, like, I think my grandpa was 29 and my grandma was 14 when they got married. Jesus. Yeah. That's like Elvis Presley. That was in the early 1900s, you know, like um, it was pretty common up until then. Um, I don't. I don't everyone's got
0: different morals and beliefs. I think the only thing you can do is try and control you and your own, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with it. But I mean, that's something that just happened a lot until pretty recent in history. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how that was a good thing. My buddy's that.
0: marrying a 36 year old and he's only 25. So,
1: well, see, so, you know, that's not that bad.
0: 36 Plus is we new... look different when it's a woman marrying a
1: younger guy yeah. well 36 is a new 12 right <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. if everybody's gonna live to be 150 <laughs> that's
0: true uh, <laughs> damn it i don't like where this conversation is no, going to. Really um no
1: <laughs> see
0: so you're giving me enough of your time and we've been talking to him as two hours actually no we've been talking two hours all right sweet um, coming up on the point unless you wanted to got anything else you wanted to hit on your subject list you brought
1: Nah, no. Nah, I, I really um wrote here was aliens and AI. <laughs> that was it, really. Okay, that was what I was planning on talking about too. <laughs> but well, as always, it's fun. Um, I'm a little off this week, but you know, next time hopefully I'll I'll bring more stuff next time. And, I don't think you were off. I thought we had a good chat. Oh uh, well, I always have fun talking to you. That's the reason I always come back anytime you ask me to. So. Thanks, man. It makes me feel special. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you, need I, on, you need to come on Weird Awakenings or Wearing folks Folk sometime.
0: I do got to check out your guest list because I am interested in talking about um, some certain subjects and stuff. But you got to send me your um, at least some guests, good episodes. You might think, you know what I like. So you probably send me some good recommendations. We'll talk about it off air. But where can people find your links, man?
1: Uh, so go to weirdrealities.net. That's the website for the Weird Realities Network. Um, And you can find Wearing the Folk on BitChute, Rumble, um, and any audio platforms. And it's Wearing the Folk. And Weird Realities Network, though, has several podcasts that are awesome, uh, like Watching Weird. They do movie reviews. Um, Let's see. There's so many of them right now, I can't remember. You can find everything at the website, though.
0: I'll link all those links in the description. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Out the Blank. Stay tuned for our next episode.